My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... We watched Fear Street, 1666. It's like 666. Yes, I get it. We we didn't just watch it. We Netflix and chilled last night, and we're doing no, a we podcast. <laughs> we Netflixed last night. We Netflix and TikToked in the bed together. We didn't chill. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. We didn't chill. Next movie is actually a rom-com revenge. So when we do get back to horror, it will be a slate of entirely, entirely clean of R.L. Stein adaptations. Good. I don't think we'll watch like Goosebumps. Good. The cast. We've talked about the cast enough in the last two episodes. It's largely the same cast. So if you need a refresher, head on back and listen to the first 10 minutes of those episodes. Because we are jumping right into the movie. Okay. Almost. We start off with a recap. And you know what I do to recaps? You skip them. In this case, I watch them. But only for you. Thank you. After all, it has been a, a whole month since we watched the first movie. Yeah, I mean, it's been like a whole 22 hours since I watched this movie, and I already forgot it, so. That's not good for the podcast. Um, that's why we have you. Yes. I just make the jokes and look pretty. Which, also, looking pretty, they don't see that. Doesn't benefit the podcast much. Mm, find me on Twitter or Facebook then, I guess. She won't add you on Facebook. I won't. <laughs> you can find her on Twitter. Sadly, they don't even recap the first one at all. That's why I usually skip the recap. How dare they leave out half of the previous movies in the recap? Mm -hmm. That's not fucking cool. Back in the 1600s, Dina is now Sarah Fear herself. Mm -hmm. They're delivering baby pigs. The soundtrack isn't cool like the first two so far. But they do have old-timey accents. I like that. Yeah, they're dressed like they're Amish. Yeah, pilgrims shit daddy wants sarah fear to marry solomon good if he's anything like the other goods he is extremely mid that's one thing we did pick up on the fact that the goods kind of suck yep. in the other movies as sarah walks through the village she talks in secret code to a bunch of i'm assuming at this point witches and warlocks but it's really just their friends mm -hmm. they're gonna go have fun at a yeah. campfire. They're going to basically go to a, a fucking bush party. Yeah. It's like they got a couple cases of Natty Ice and they're heading out the mountains. Yep. That's basically what they're doing. And it really, really seems like Sarah Fear is fucking the pastor's daughter. Yeah, she is. Because she is. She is fucking the pastor's daughter. So, again, LGBTQ movie. 
It is. Still rock and pride month. It is almost <laughs> August. <laughs> Thomas stumbles out of the outhouse threatening Seraphir. He is seemingly on her bullshit. He knows she likes to go down on girls, put her fingers in them. She kn- he knows this. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Yes. I don't blame her. Sarah has brought Solomon good a pig. Solomon lives outside of town like the Unabomber. So he's played in at least the first part of this movie as like just a normal, hardworking man. But he's a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. That's why he lives outside of town. Because he's a fucking weirdo. He knows those lands are fertile. Yes, they're very fertile. Finally nighttime, a full moon rises. I see bad moon rising. What did they say? They said the full moon rises before. I don't remember. I should have wrote it down. Dang it. So what's happening here is they're apparently going to eat some berries and hallucinate, Mm -hmm. which my kind of party. I think it's cool how all the characters sort of have the personality of their characters from the other movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the same two girls are fucking. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Walking through the woods at night. Nothing good comes of it. No, you shouldn't do it. Solomon Good knows his shit because he lives in the woods like a fucking weirdo. And he tells her, like, nothing good comes of this. That's where all the rituals are, though. You meet naked in the woods. That's yes. what you, I mean, that's what you got to do. I will put aside my um, hatred of nighttime woods for naked in the woods. Ritual. So rituals and nakedness is fine, but drunken parties. They were fine, too. This is a fear I've gotten as I've become older. (laughs) Okay. And more concerned with the preservation of myself and my family. But still, you'd put it aside for nakedness? Nakedness, under the moonlight, dancing, rituals. I'm here for all that. That's fine. Okay. I can be naked in the woods at night, as long as I'm with other nakeds. Okay. I don't want to be the only naked in the woods, although I'm sure I have been. I've never been naked in the woods. I have been. I'm not surprised Widow Mary, the obvious witch selling them the berries, lives in the woods. No. Like, it's not. That's where she belongs. Mm -hmm. She's like the Hansel and Gretel witch. She ain't home, though, so they're just going to rummage. Yeah, Probably. I don't think you should get just any random berries. Not from... out of a witch's hovel. Right, no. Yeah, not a good idea. Sarah doesn't find berries. She finds a book. She basically sings the intro to Year Zero by Ghost. Beelzebub. That song? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you should go see Ghost. Especially mm. especially that song. It's so fucking good. It's such a good time. It's relative. Yeah, Carolyn didn't like it. Carolyn doesn't like anything I like. Or me. Yes, I do. What do you like? Yeah. I like the same girls. Yeah. Anyway, she receives a very stern warning from the widow over this. But they got the berries. She's going to cut her face, but she didn't do it. Now it's time to do drugs and dance around the fire. Like I said, I like this. This is for me. Okay. It was not. It was a Netflix movie, though. So if it wasn't, they would have all been naked. Like in the second Blair Witch Project. Oh, is that why they weren't? Yeah, because it's a teenage Netflix movie. There was only I mean, boobs. We did in get to see a boner. Three... Yeah, we did see a boner, but it was under the pants boner. Solid boner though on that guy. I could see why he wants to share. Very tinted. 
Some dude tries to take the pastor's daughter into the woods. Sarah slaps him and calls him a mule fucker, mm-hmm. which he has a mule dick. So, yeah, told him to go find one it to use it on. Out. It checks out. Sarah takes her to the woods instead. There's lots of making out. Sarah does go down on her, but they are interrupted, just like in the first movie. It was hot. It was pretty hot. It was good stuff. Both of them, both times, they mm. got at it. It was mm-hmm. pretty fucking good steaminess. Mm-hmm. It was sultry. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe we didn't Netflix and chill after this. Well, we Netflix. I can't believe we didn't chill. Anyway, the movie takes a gory turn, so that wipes out a lot of the hotness. Pretty quickly, too. We're to assume Thomas saw them. Sarah is home now. She's just about to start masturbating, and her dog interrupts her. They didn't have vibrators back then. No, and masturbating had to be such a fucking chore in a log cabin. Like, Ezekiel's in the next room, and he can definitely hear you. They were all named Ezekiel do, and Malachi and shit do, like that back then. Do people make a lot of noise when they masturbate? Some do. Hmm. Sorry. Some do. Sarah has some of that red heather shit in her hair, and Hannah busts in and scares the shit out of Sarah. I think they tried to jump scare in this movie a little bit, I, but I, it yeah, was never, work. ever, ever jump scary. In fact, you were only jump scared once. In the whole series. In the whole series. The first movie. And I think it was something stupid. So Sarah, her father is like in a weird trance, freaking out, clearly like possessed. Mm -hmm. Not Sarah. Hannah. Her father. The preacher man. The the preacher. Pastor. They got to pray about it. And just like in the first movie, Hannah is breaking up with Sarah. Mm Mm-hmm. She thinks that she's the reason why her dad's possessed. Yes, and Tom Thomas supposedly saw them, but I don't think he did. It didn't seem like it later on in the movie, but he's telling everyone, and the mom is pissed and, like, beating them both up. Mm-hmm. She beats the shit out of both of them. But you shouldn't... I guess you could get away with beating up other people's kids back then. Yes, you could do that then. Sarah's dad knows he's not happy, but he's, like, he's more sad. He's not mad, he's disappointed. You could beat other people's kids through our childhood. Yeah, you could probably beat up someone else's child in the 80s. My best friend's mom used to pinch the shit out of me. That was her preferred form of punishment when we would get in trouble. She would pinch us. My dad was being a dick, and some guy put a cigar out on him. And my dad's dad apparently beat this man almost to death for it. Wow. Which is fucking awesome. That's where I get my feelings of rage from, I do believe. The... The substrate of rage that my whole life and personality is built on is probably from that guy. I see. Mine comes from murderers. Yeah, all the murderers in your family. We do find out that it was Sarah's mom's idea to settle this land, Mm -hmm. which never comes up again. Not a big deal. Doesn't even matter. You wrote it down because you were thinking it might. I was like, oh, this is going to be something. Nope. Nothing. Could have cut it out. The movie wasn't too long. Could have been shorter, though. It was 114 minutes, rated R. There were zero boobs, seven dead pigs, 24 deaths, and zero jump scares. Why did you count the pigs? Oh, I almost always count the animals that die. There was one dead dog. Yeah, there was a dead dog. You didn't even count it. I just said it. 
You forgot. You didn't write forget. it. I didn't forget. You, you just write it down. It made such an did impact you write on it me down? I didn't have to write did it down. The answer is no, I did not write it down. So do you relate to this? You grew up secretly gay in like a conservative Christian cult type area. Did you feel those feelings? Well, I was also keeping it a secret from myself. I was trying to convince myself that I wasn't, that there wasn't anything wrong with me, that I totally liked boys, that... Like, if we had the internet back then, I would have taken online quizzes to see if I was gay. Because, you know, that's what straight people do. Right. I asked my mom, am I? She's like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, okay, cool. Whew. Finally. Thanks, mom. Yeah. Whew, I feel better. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't exactly, I knew there was something different about me, something wrong with me. That's what I thought, but. Yeah. But alas, there's nothing wrong with you. Nope, I'm cool. Just like the bang girls once in a while. Yeah. So all the food in Sarah's house is rotten. The big pig ate all of the babies. It's pretty fucking disgusting. This is disgusting what's happening right now. And she acts as that big pig to death. Well, yeah. Once it gets the taste for him, you gotta. So I guess they're going to eat it. It's like if your dog kills your chickens. Dead dog. Unless you don't want any more chickens, right? Um, Why would you not want the chickens? I've never had chickens, so I don't know why I would want chickens. Eggs? Free eggs. Eggs aren't that expensive. What does the dog bring to the table? That's companionship. That seems like... Dead chickens. And companionship, too. And being... Snuggle a chicken. You can't snuggle a chicken. Sure you can. No, you can't. I'll find you a TikTok. This girl snuggles chicken all the time. That's a broken person. And broken chickens. Everything is rotting away now. The animals are flipping the fuck out. This can only go one way. Inside of the apples are black. Yeah. The well is stuck. The bucket's caught on something. It was a dead dog. The dead dog. They the were well drinking has been contaminated water. The well day. has been poisoned. They have nothing to drink. Thomas is here for it. He's thrilled. He's blaming the devil. He's going to be a religious zealot. And what I thought was going to be the true villain in this movie. But he kind of fucks off eventually. You know, you're kind of like Thomas. How? You would be the one to stir this pot. Like, that would be like anything goes down and you're the first one on Facebook to announce it. That's what he did. Shit went down and he was like, the devil! I would not blame Witches! the devil. Witches! No. But you you would blame modern day devil. Like, you, if anything happens, it's Trump! Carolyn. He did it. Carolyn. What? How dare you? You believe all the Trump stuff. Trump bad. And he believed the devil was possessing people. And he was. Sometimes he was I, right. Sometimes I don't believe it. Sometimes I like to just drop a grenade mm-hmm. and go to bed. So you are that guy. And see the aftermath. Uh-huh. So you're that guy. I am kind of like You just do it on Thomas. Facebook and he just yelled it out. Yeah. Because they didn't have Facebook back then. Hmm. Hmm. Solomon, for some reason, stops and drops off a fucking knife sheath. And she confides to him what's going on. Bad idea. Yeah, very bad idea. She thinks she saw the devil in the woods. She's blaming herself for this. She did see the devil in the woods. Mm-hmm. He's going to fucking parlay with Thomas. Not Thomas. Solomon. Solomon. She also confesses her love for Hannah, which he calls a dalliance. Yes. Not a dalliance. She loves her. Yes. She's convinced of this. And I, I learned a new word. I didn't know what dalliance was. And I wrote, he's very comforting. 
I expect him to suck in the end. You were right. Boom. Bada boom, realest guy in a room. There is pandemonium in the streets. Solomon busted into the church to see what the fuck is going on. Pastor Cyrus is mumbling. There's gooey gross shit on the floor. You know what those are? No. Eyeballs. Oh, yeah. They're the eyes of the children. So gross. Many of the children, including Sarah's brother, are dead. They've had their eyes pulled out. Yes. Solomon kills Cyrus. I don't understand why they're dead with just their eyeballs popped out. He's up there with his eyeballs popped out, just a yapping. Why are they dead? Maybe he with broke the only their injuries I saw too. was their eyeballs. Don't know, but he's the first of the monsters. Yeah, but you don't die from your eyeballs being popped out. You can maybe. I mean, I guess if they gouged all the way to the brain, he might have. He might have just tore his eyes out and fucking ah, their eyes out. You know what I mean, I reckon. I would have liked to see. I don't. Did we see? I don't think we saw. Um. Cyrus, Pastor Cyrus, come back as one of the monsters. No, I don't think so. I think he, he should have been. He, he should have been, been the first he one. He should have been one of the monsters because he was the first monster. Yeah. So he should have came out of that gross-ass heart. Yeah. So that is a dozen children. That is half of the 24 people that died in this movie. Yes. So it's not as bad as you think. One lump sum. Yes. Right there. He it was nice lump- of them to give us a shot of all of them so we could so count. So we could count because I was like, fuck, I missed some of those. He had a structured settlement, but he needed cash now, so he had to get rid of that lump sum. Oh my god! Called JG Wentworth, eight seven seven cash now, eight seven seven cash now. All right. And now they want revenge. Mad Thomas is blaming the kids in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, Ziggy was in this movie. Um, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Not much. No. I'd like to see a little bit more of her in this movie. Dollar General Robert Pattinson gonna start the witch hunt. Which he more or less does. The guy that actually starts the witch hunt is that mule fucker that Sarah slapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he saw Hannah Miller and um, Sarah Fear fuck the devil. Yep. And then everybody saw it then. Yes, they all claim to have seen it. So it's time to chase down some witches. They catch Hannah immediately and check her for marks. And it's mule fucker that was trying to regular fucker gets to check her for the marks. Of course. That son of a bitch. Now the hunt is on for Sarah. She found her father, who was seemingly all fucked up. I mean, it looked like they beat the shit out of him. I don't think he died. He didn't look dead. He looked almost dead, though. But he did not make it into the camp, because I don't know. So, girl's in danger. She's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to play her in hide-and-seek. She got away from the whole town. Mm-hmm. And she got back in. And she throws rocks to distract these fucking rubes like Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. She just throws rocks and they fucking chase them like like fucking morons. But I think think every regular person in the 1600s was probably just a blithering fucking idiot. Like they didn't know anything. They knew like how to dig holes, maybe plant some shit. I don't think they really knew anything. And in 300 years, they're going to be like, I think all those people in 2022 are fucking blithering morons. Mm -hmm. And I I accept that and I appreciate that. But these are all dumb people. Very dumb people. The distraction was used to break into the place where they were holding Hannah. Sarah finds Hannah who tells her they're going to hang her. And Sarah is pissed about this. Her idea is to make a deal with the devil herself to save them both. Yeah. Well, they're already getting 
accused of it, they might as well do it. And I am of that mind often. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're going to accuse me of it. I'm going to fucking do it. It depends what it is, but yeah, generally. If I'm going to get in trouble for it, not exactly accuse me. If I'm going to get in trouble for it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. A lot of times that's going to happen. She isn't afraid of the devil. She's afraid of humanity. I am listening to her. Mm-hmm. To They're her speaking feelings. your language. Yeah, she is speaking my language. She just wants love and the freedom to be who she is. They forced her to do this. This is pretty close to how I thought the fucking movie was going to play out. And this is pretty much what I said in the mini episode. Mm-hmm. That she she is not the bad guy. Right. And at this point, we still think she is the witch. She is the reason why this is all happening. Yes, we think this gonna... is how it's going to go down. Yep. I had a feeling, though, I'd end up on Team Fear at some point. And I did. Sarah needs the fucking book, though. So we're back at Widow Mary's. Widow Mary, throat cut, dead. Yep, she did. She did. And a book not there. Book gone. So now it's off to Solomon's, her only chance at refuge at this point. Because Solomon has been her confidant. Seems to love her. And it sounds a whole lot like someone else made a deal with the devil here because the book is gone. Mm -hmm. And everything's going to shit. Mm Mm-hmm. My bet at this point in time is Mad Fucking Thomas, of course, because who, who that's, else would you That's think? who I thought it was. I thought he that's was going to be the bad guy. to think it was. Yeah. This movie's good at that. It is. Witch Hunt found its way to Solomon's house at the worst possible time. Sarah is hiding. And she also went into Solomon's cave. Yes. The cave from she the second movie. She ended up under his house. Yes. This is, we were introduced to this in the second movie. The bloody pentagram, a goat head, and the book. So I guess it wasn't Mad Fucking Thomas. It was Solomon. Mad Thomas didn't see them fucking. Solomon did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why Mad Thomas is telling everybody they were. Well, Unless he saw it too. I mean, or if he he's prob- just making shit yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, he probably was just making up a rumor because he didn't get to fuck her himself. So we get to see that gross fucking heart. Uh. I mean, they still did that in the freaking 90s. She won't fuck me. She must be a lesbian. I'm going to tell everyone she's a lesbian. Correct. Or a whore, mm-hmm. which was the weird yes. one. She's she a whore, fu- but she won't fuck me. Yeah, which, well, you must be the worst then. Mm-hmm. The fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, she fuck you should definitely go you? with the lesbian. <laughs> you fuck everybody but you? You fucking smell bad or what? Solomon gave up Pastor Miller. Apparently the deal was one person every few years becomes a fucking serial killer. Mm-hmm. There seems like, like a little way around this. You turn one person into a serial killer, and you get to pick who it is. You could turn him into a serial killer, serial killer and then and go then, kill him. Yeah, and then kill him. Right away. Seems like that so would be... So he doesn't hurt other people. Yeah, seem, seems like that's a nice little technicality you can get away with with the devil. They seem to just let it play out. Yeah. This motherfucker is kind of talking sense, too. He doesn't see her as a freak. He sees her as something special. She's her own person. Independent spirit. That's how you felt about me. Mm-hmm. She stabs him for it. And she gets smashed with a fucking rock. So, she ain't, she ain't put up with that bullshit. No. I wonder if it would be a little bit better if her brother hadn't have been killed. Probably. Like, he did, he did technically kill her brother. That's no bueno. Yeah, she said it wasn't just one. He killed all those children, including my brother. He's like, eh, it happens. Small price to pay. But there is, there is an alternate timeline where the goods and fears bloodlines converge like if she's just cool with this mm-hmm. then you got the real power so this this is all her visions all these things are her visions that we've been seeing throughout these movies yep that's what they are 
they weren't her being mean. They were her being in pain. Yep. Cave chase. Little do they know that in 312 years, this will be a sewer, basically. Little rich kids to go shit and piss in. Mm-hmm. Grows hard again. She almost escaped, but Solomon stopped her and cut her fucking hand off by accident. Man, it looked like she was climbing so goddamn slow. It looked like she'd climbed so far. It did. And then he did not even get on his tippy toes. He no. just ripped her. What? what in the world? How? Yeah, it looked like it was she all was... the way up there. She was climbing and climbing and climbing. And he was just like, yeet. It looked like she was making so much progress. It did. But no, she was making no progress. She was basically standing on the floor. Right. He, he... didn't even climb up to get her. He just reached gra- up. I don't even know if he grabbed her by the foot. Yeah, he just pulled her down. Yeah, like... He might have he grabbed her by the hair. That's an exaggeration, but... Yes, it was ridiculous. It was very ridiculous. And then... That also explains why her hand's down there, though. He rips her hand off. Yes, he does. He seemingly does not want to hurt her. He loves her. He pleads with her not to make him hurt her. He also cut her fucking hand off, so... Off! So love only goes so far. But again, that explains why her hand was down there. Mm Mm-hmm. She's escaped. Kicked through the floor, and now she's in the church, which is, like, the fucking worst place. You, you don't want to be in the church. No. Because it's, like, in the middle of town, and it's like, oh, God, she's in the fucking church, this devil woman. Of course, Good sneaks up behind her and announces he found the witch, because all Goods are actually mid. Mm-hmm. Not good. They're being made to confess. This is the absolute worst outcome for oral sex ever. Because that's all they did. She just smacked her with her tongue a couple times. And And now they're going to die. they're going to die over it. Sarah Fear confesses to it all to save Hannah. Mm -hmm. Because love, not a dalliance. And she's being hung by the actual witch. How poetic. And then we find out she was dug up by her friends. So we're like, who dug her up? Who dug her up in the second movie? It was her friends. Yep, they, they dug her up and they moved her. They didn't want her to just hang, be there under that tree. And they wanted her to be peaceful in a secret spot. So that's good. That makes sense. So the curse isn't Sarah Fear's curse. It's the fucking Good's curse. Yep. But she did say she was not ever going to let them rest. She was not going to leave them alone. They were going to have to live with what they did to her. Yes. The truth. Yes. Will be what haunts them. Yes. And that is when we snap back to present day. Dina had to see that to see the truth. The truth will finally come out. So it took 300 years, but Sarah Fear is a woman of her word, and the truth is out there. And wait a minute. It jumps to what is apparently another fucking movie. Because on the screen, it says Fear Street 1994 Part 2. So you're getting two movies tonight. Yep. Fuck yeah. Bonus. Sheriff Good is on the scene. He's being sketchy as fuck. He immediately pulls his gun on them. Now, I don't know if it's because they know or if it's because they're black. Because he is a police officer. (laughs) Yep. And it could go either way. Good is evil. The Goods aren't mid. They're evil. What a great swerve. I didn't expect any of that shit. I didn't either. I was expecting the basic. We find out this story it gets shared the hand is reunited with the body and the curse goes away 
no, we get another movie. And we find out that Good is actually the motherfucker here. They stole his cop car. If they can get a fire truck, that's a hat trick. Ambulance, <laughs> cop car, fire truck. That is life goals. The Goods are all warlocks. They're trading shady ciders for the success of Sunnyvale. It all makes perfect fucking sense. They really tie everything up. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely geeked. The movie is clever. It's not like the normal Netflix, this was made for 15-year-olds, even though it was. It's a clever movie, too. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And I, I count, like, the flashback deaths, too. That's how we got up to 24, because they all die in, they show them to dying in this movie. If you only watch this movie, they would be deaths in this movie, so I counted them. So, like, Maya Hawk getting stabbed again counts. Gotcha. Back to that gross heart, just spitting out unlimited killers now. We're getting all the killers are coming back because mm-hmm. it's like it's like a final boss. It's like the final boss. Mm-hmm. Like if you're playing Mega Man, the shit's about to get insanely hard. So they go back to Sam at Ziggy's, fleeing the cops to Mo Murder by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mo Murder, Mo Murder, great fucking song. We're back to the great soundtrack. They went to pick up that black guy they freed from the police station. Remember, and I was like, why did he free him? Mm-hmm. And you're like... They're going to they're gonna need him later. Yeah, because he said, I owe you one. Yep. And gave him, like, his card. Yep. Like, this is my criminal business card. I owe you one. Told you. So, good fucking instincts to little Josh. And I quote, You want to help us kill Sheriff Good? Let me grab my coat. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck yeah, I do. You bet your ass I do. So there it is. Favor returned. The grand finale will play, take place at the mall. They plan to carry him, which means they're going to dump blood all over him. So returning the hand got them the truth. Killing good ends the curse. Josh still spitting out the Konami code. And these motherfuckers are going to need all 30 extra lives that it gets you. Because all the monsters are coming. Offspring's playing. You got to keep them separated. You ever hear that song? Mm-hmm. They're home alone in the fuck out of this mall. I was just about to say that. <laughs> they don't really home alone use, in the mall. They don't really use any of the home alone. Like, there's no contraptions, really. They just kind of close the fucking doors with them. I always appreciate a little home aloneing in movies, though. And they put their blood in squirt guns. Super and it, soakers. And it's glow in the dark so that they can tell exactly where it is. Yeah, and if they have any of it on them and mm-hmm. stuff. And that Offspring song was also Raven's ECW theme song. It was perfect. I miss ECW. So they have super soakers full of blood. We have the Offspring. Everything's neon. We're in a mall. It's so fucking metal and so 90s. I love it. Mm-hmm. I it's hate, very smart. I hate that I'm such a sucker for nostalgia. Cops are all over the mall, though. They're really fucking up the plans. Like, no one, no one counted on that. No. Thankfully, the killers have arrived, and they're killing the fuck out of the cops. That's a cool sentence to say. Yeah, that helped. Yeah. yeah thanks, guys. Ruby Lane's spooky ass singing in the distance, but she don't show up till later. They're only after Dina, which is a mistake because Josh knows too. So everyone is safe if they keep their shit together. They, mm-hmm. The killers won't kill them if they just stay out of their way. They're locking all the bads in the stores. This is a bit unrealistic, locking them in the stores like that. All the stores in the mall have back rooms that lead to the mall. Oh, yeah. Like, they have, they lead to the corridor where they bring the product in. Mm-hmm. 
They could just walk out the back door and get back in the mall. But maybe they're too stupid. Maybe they're just like, oh, this is the only way out. I yeah, like I have to go towards the blood. Yeah. They all shut the fuck up, though, because good is there. And Ziggy is going out first because she has unfinished business with this asshole who she was once in love with. Mm-hmm. They kissed, I think. Mm-hmm. The plan is to dump blood all over him so the monsters kill him. But they could just shoot him dead. Yeah, they could, but for some reason, they just wanted the the monsters to kill him, which Mm. would have been epic. Yes, yes, it would have been. But they could have also just shot him and been done with it. Mm -hmm. Especially her, because she was a really good shot. Yeah, and she was was right there. Right there. Could have just... Yeah, just shot. Just shot him. They had two guns. Monsters would have been gone. Everything would have been great. Yes. Alas, Ziggy and Nick face to face. They dump blood on him, but he is holding Ziggy hostage. So she got blood on her, too. Yep. Ghostface stabbed him, Ziggy being intact. Dina slices her fucking hand open. The worst place. Everybody sliced their hand there. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. This shit's never going to heal. Nope. going to bleed forever. Always using it. But she gets their attention. Good flees, of course, because he's all bitch. Now, now um, Dina's going into the drains because you know what's below the mall. We all float down there. Yeah, they all float down there. The caves. So we're going to end this where it started. Very poetic. My favorite part of this movie, this is my favorite part of the movie, is when they decide the only way to fight the monsters is to spray all the monsters with Dina's blood so they fight each other. It was fabulous. It was so fucking good. And they tore each other up. It was amazing. It I was, loved it. It was so clever and awesome, and I fucking absolutely loved it. It was my favorite part of any of these movies. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking good. They put themselves back together. Like, t- they should have just kept doing it over yeah. and over again. Yeah, they should have just kept fighting because they still had the blood on them, mm-hmm. which would have been cool. But you can only take it so far. Sadly, Sam got free at this time, and she's going in the cave, too. Mm-hmm. The monsters are dead, but the reinforcements are coming, and they're out of blood. So they have no blood left. Out of blood. Josh gets his belly cut. Sam is fucking up Dina. But Sam starts to remember Dina a little bit. Long enough for Sam to, like, bash her on the fucking head with the ground. Mm-hmm. Now, she has given this poor girl a concussion, like, what, three times? Yeah, she's really... They're gonna Slow it down. To, they're going to have to look for CT in this one, then. Yeah. Ziggy shot Ruby and saved Josh. At this point, I don't even know if Sam's alive because she really hit her fucking head. That's easily a fatal injury. Mm-hmm. Monster is alive and good is beating the fuck out of Dina. It does not look good for our heroes here. No. And they planted the seed in the first movie that maybe some of these people you like are going to die mm-hmm. in the very last fucking two minutes of the movie. But she puts Good's hand on the heart, so he has to witness all of the deaths. And Dina kills Good with a knife in the eyeball. Yep. Like, it wasn't... It stabbed wasn't him tame. in the eyeball. He got stabbed in the eyeball. The nasty-ass heart goes back into the ground. The curse is lifted. Sam is alive. She is not a monster. All the monsters disintegrated. I'm assuming Sam gets to just come back to life because she never died. Right. She never died. She was just possessed. Yes. Dina was wearing a vest of horror books, which is why Good didn't kill her when he stabbed her. Mm-hmm. And it's like a callback to the first movie when Maya Hawk blocks the first stab with a book. Mm-hmm. All the names are disappearing from the wall. The pentagrams on the floor are gone. They exit the cave into an immaculate home 
where we focus on the family tree of Solomon Good. So this is Sheriff Good's house. They walk outside and immediately some motherfucker pulls out of their driveway and gets hit by a garbage truck. So it seems as if the good fortune of Sunnyvale has come to an end. Mm-hmm. Shit ain't so sunny in Sunnyvale. Dina and Josh's dad has an interview. Things seem to be going okay in Shadyside. Mm-hmm. Ziggy visits Nurse Lane, gives her the book. And the girl that Josh was talking to in the first movie online the whole time randomly signs his cast at the end. Yep, he finds her. Sam and Dina share a kiss over Sarah's grave. It's all very fitting. The curse is lifted. I gotta say, I love this series. Love it. Each movie is arguably better than the other one. I liked it, and I was going to say the same thing about where I was going to put it. Yeah, each one was I liked that they tied it all together, that they closed it up, put a little bow on it. We understand absolutely everything about it now. There are no, like, unanswered questions. I love all that. Yeah, it was great. It's the difference between making a series of movies intentionally Yep. and just... Like, oh, this was popular. Sequel, sequel, yeah, sequel, sequel, added, sequel. Let's just add another it's one in there. Pretty fucking rare for the horror genre mm-hmm. to do something like this on purpose. Right. And they I did liked it. that they tied it all up, that it's done. And it was clever. And it wasn't clever in the way that makes you stretch credulity. Right. It was clever and like, oh, that's fucking smart. Yeah, like the sixth sense. All makes type sense. Clever. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you watch the credits, though, you'll see someone grab that fucking book. So it's not impossible that they ruin this with some sequels. That could happen. Yeah, I mean, they could have some spinoffs or whatever. So you did like it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you already hinted at where you're going to rank it above the other ones. Mm Mm-hmm. So where's it going? Above the other two Fear Street. So Fear Street 3 will be number two in my list. Right under the Lost Boys. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think that's probably the correct order of the I movies. I actually have Fear Street 3, Fear Street, Fear Street 2. I liked the first one better than the second one. So you ready for a rom-com revenge? Mini I episode? am, yes. You get to announce it a movie. You know what it is? Yeah. She knows what it is. We're not going to tell you right now. We'll tell no. you next week. Do you have anything else you want to say? You had a long day at the amusement park. No. No, I'm good. Had a great day. That's good. Want to Netflix and chill? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Say goodbye, Carolyn. (laughs) Goodbye, Carolyn.